Ooh, okay. Okay. You sure? You sure you won't let me do this? Hey, you said you wanted to, man. I'm gonna- I'll let you have the reins, but if it goes bad, I'll step in. <laughs> Alright, hold on. I'm trying to raise my energy levels a little bit. Let me grab a swig of water. Swig it! Alright. <clears throat> Alright. I'm putting on my mask. <laughs> Fucking gorilla. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Frying Pan Podcast. This is Robert the Don D'Onofrio, and with me is my co-host, as always. Uh, it's me. Um, I thought I was the host, but it's your boy, uh, Daniel Moneybags here. Um, well, I, I would say we're just co-hosts together. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm taking the prior... No, just kidding. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Hey, man, if you want to, sure, that's fine. Hey, no, it's, it's, a, it's a 50-50. It's... A, it's a two-man sure group. A, is it really though? Is it? We're like the blue man group, except there's only two of us, and we're not blue, and we don't do whatever they do. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> uh, this would be our second episode, but technically number three. But this would be episode two. Well, episode zero is not on iTunes or Spotify, so it's just two. This so is episode two, then. There it is. How was uh, your day, Dan? Um, you know, honestly, really shitty. But I get to come home and do this, so made it all worth it. We you powered know, I through. have to I have to be with you on there. Didn't have the best day. It was kinda of cold and rainy and whatnot. It's cold rain cold rainy Tuesday. Nobody likes that. Cold rainy Tuesday. Um yeah, it's not, it hasn't been really a good week. No. Uh as you as the listeners and you may have heard, Stan Lee has passed. Big rip. Big and for those of you boys. that don't know or haven't made the connection yet, Stanley is the uh, he's the he's a comic book writer. He does the Marvel. He does all the cameos. Yeah. Died at the ripe old age at ninety five natural causes. Ninety five. He, he left behind a great legacy. It's very sad. I'd say ninety five so. is a good run. Mm. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. But um, it's. It's it's sad it's sad though it really is no more no more Stan Lee cameos, you know. All right, this might be fucked, but um, Ooh, I was um, uh, careful I, now. I was thinking what they should do is they take a page out of Star Wars where um, you know how they had like um, Anakin, Obi Wan, Yoda, and they had them as like the blue holograms when they passed. Oh no! Yeah, I think they should do that with Stan Lee and uh, one of the, pro- probably in the next Infinity War. Well, his cameo was already filmed, I believe, for Avengers 4. Oh, so. that's, that's going to be so sad. <laughs> that's going to be terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain that that's the last cameo is Avengers 4 for him. Mm. I mean, but, did, um, did he... Yeah, like, overall, did he, very sad. Sorry, I was going to... Did he work on the Go films, or was it just the comics? Like, I know he introduced the whole universe, but I didn't know if he, like, besides his cameo, really did anything with the films. Um, you know, I'm not actually sure myself. I'm sure he had some form of creative insight for them, but I'm 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 definitely sure that is left more up to the directors and the writers and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I know, I know, like, I read somewhere that he's technically like the highest grossing actor, or something like that. Yeah, I just mean, because that would the amount he nets off off the cameos alone. Mm. But I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Yeah, Twitter's been very sad. All the um, 
um, actors who have participated in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and other actors are reaching out saying kind words. Yeah, I mean, it's rough, but at, at 95, it's not like he didn't leave his mark. No, oh, definitely. He left behind a huge legacy. Oh, he was uh, he was born in in uh, nineteen twenty two. Nineteen twenty two. Fuck. Yeah. He's got a couple right. years on me. Just a couple, really. Probably like three, maybe four. Yeah. I don't remember maybe. when I was born. It's kind of hard to tell. All right. Oh, actually, it seems like this is a list of his remaining cameos. Avengers four is confirmed. Into the Spidey Verse is confirmed. Wreck It Ralph two confirmed. Oh baby. Dark Phoenix, there's no cameo. That's fine. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, unsure. Is that the next Spider-Man? Yes. Uh, Once Upon a Deadpool is the Christmas Deadpool movie, apparently. Okay. Also unconfirmed. And for Captain Marvel, is likely. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) whenever you hear Captain Marvel, I just think of that, um, the trailer where she punches the old lady. (laughs) <laughs> i remember i saw that gif with no context and i was just like wait what's this movie I, I watched the trailer on my break at work and i distinctly remember immediately googling captain marvel beats the shit out of an old lady trying to find the gif so i could slap it into the discord <laughs> nobody reacted immediately i was really upset <laughs> um man so bobby man. what do you want to talk about today what do you got to what bring do i want to talk about today you know, so, since we both kind of had rough days, you want to talk about something that's kind of been annoying me? All right, this is a new segment called That Really Grinds My Gears. Um, Wait, I'm pretty sure that's taken. Mm, yeah, that really sizzles my bacon. It really toasts my toast. Um, it really butters my buns. It really burns my chopsticks. Yeah. No? Yeah, so what was it? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so you know how on Amazon, you know, they're great. You can get a lot of stuff shipped to you in two days flat. Fantastic, right? Mm. Well, I, now I'm sure you've read somewhere on the internet people complain about this all the time, but this is like my firsthand experience with it. You buy something on Amazon, and no matter what it is, they recommend it to you. <laughs> like a series of products. And so a couple days ago, or rather a week ago, I bought markers for a whiteboard, and I've been using that whiteboard to kind of keep track of school stuff and, you know, the like, you know, trying to make myself more organized. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Amazon seems to think the only thing I want in life is markers. <laughs> is it giving you, like, different kinds of markers, like gel Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, geez. There's scented, there's unscented, there's dry erase, wet erase. Dreams do come true. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, just the other day, I ordered a pair of sweatpants off Amazon again, a little chilly. Now they're thinking, oh, what? this guy definitely only wants sweatpants from now on. Only. I I think the worst is when, um, I don't know if you've ever had this issue where your friend decides to send you something, like, fucked up that's on Amazon. And then oh, Amazon, like a blow-up doll or something. Yeah, and Amazon's just like, oh, you want you want five of them? And I'm like, no, Amazon, oh. Amazon, I just want, what do you have for books? And they're like, <laughs> like torture books? And I'm like, no, I don't need this. <laughs> this is too much and stress. Like, and you type in the search bar like cat once, and now you're getting emails about cat products on sale. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes they're nice. Like every fifth one is good, but 
the other ones that are like <laughs> save 30 cents on cat litter and i'm like i could just i i'm good thank you yeah i'm good no um if you, actually if you're i recommend using a website called chewy if you're ordering pet stuff online yeah. really well priced timeless I mean, shipping uh not sponsored but hey we're open and chewy if you're looking for a spot just you know, you know who to call. You know where to go. Drop an email at what's that email? In the pan podcast at gmail dot com um, for all your needs. There it goes. There it goes. There it be. But, but yeah, you got the general gist. It, you know, it's compl- complaining about something that doesn't really need to be complained about. But still, it got it got on my nerves today. But only because today was already kind of like in like a like a irritating day for me so i was just looking for something else to make me angry a little bad bad not good kind of deal eh you know i do know that's how today's been let me tell you (laughs) i am lacking all energy whatsoever i am basically on my floor right now with my mic you're basically on your floor yeah i I was like i i guess my brain was like dan you don't deserve that chair and i'm like yeah you're right so I made my way to the floor, surprisingly comfortable, and um, I'm just, I'm really living my best life right now. Well, let me tell you, your mic quality is pristine, you so think we're so? all good in that aspect. Well, thank God. I was worried. Honestly, might, might have improved your acoustics, who knows? Yeah. It'll probably, I don't, do you ever get over, like, if you're lying down and you laugh, you get, like, the, um, like, the airy laugh that sound makes everyone else laugh? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, like the very contagious laugh. Yeah, we have a friend like that that has a very contagious laughter. Uh, you have a, you yourself have a very contagious smile. I have a very annoying laugh. When I do, when I get going, it's disgusting. It's so bad. <laughs> well, let me loop back to your smile, though. Let me, oh. let me give you a little confidence boost. Oh. So for the viewers at home, Dan does not, or Dan seldom smiles out in public. <laughs> Dan does not smile. <laughs> Basically, he's he his his mo is to just support a very deadpan look to match the death in his eyes. <laughs> but when he smiles, it's just so contagious because it's like it's like the sun is breaking through the clouds. Oh, stop! You're you're gassing me up too much. Dude. hey man oh we both had bad days and it's our job as friends to lift each other up hey i love you but on hey, the topic of i that love s- you as well oh my god on the topic of that smile um me and my dear friend bobby here had a staring contest that lasted Ooh. upwards to eight minutes straight and i <laughs> wanted to be on record that if you ever want to have a staring contest with me there is no way in hell that you will win Cause... Okay, so let me, let me break this down. We were out Give me the play together play. eating with some friends. And, you know, it just so happens that we got into a staring contest. Doesn't need to be really said how. It just happens. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I got this. You know, usually I'll last, you know, like three minutes. And then I'm just like, all right, I'm about to have my eyes pop out of my skull. Five minutes goes by. And I'm like, oh, shit, my eyes actually kind of burn. And Dan, unfazed completely actually starting to crack a smile at me because my eyes are starting to water and tears are welling up dude uh, i i don't know minute what... six comes around Hit me. and i swear like it felt like you're just squeezing lemons into my eyes dude i don't know what it is but like ever since i've been a kid i i don't maybe i just like store i was probably like the kid that stared at paint drying because my eyes never burn like i'll stare at anything for a very long time 
And it's probably my only skill that I have in life. Well, so, maybe you just have really moist eyes. I'm just a moist boy, I think is what it comes down Ooh. to. You know me. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so getting to minute eight anyways, I ultimately lost and is the winner. Goes on the record. Uh, I should have put like and 20 bucks on I didn't. It. See, I didn't make the conscious decision to close my eyes either. You see, they close out of sheer necessity. Like, you could just feel... Picture your eyes just forcibly being closed. You know, the tiredest you've ever been, you can feel yourself drifting off. This was that. I was fighting it with all of my might, but I couldn't just stop it. And when they finally closed, I've never felt such a pain in my eyes in my life. Like, it was so strange. Like, it felt like they were, like, hot but like burning and also i was crying it, honestly it was a, it was an experience i do not recommend having a staring contest go over five minutes yeah. i really do not and then you had like battery acid wings so it's not like it really oh. helped see no i'm not trying to call out a place but a certain place that starts with a b and oh. serves wings and it also could be a sports bar has a certain type of wings called like honey mustard bourbon or something and you can only liken it to sticking a nine volt battery to your tongue because that is the kind of tang it has it and it, it is no way shape or form enjoyable for me. it's just like you're constantly having a nine volt battery pressed to your tongue but let me tell you the next day the leftovers actually tasted better cold than they did warm yo see that's weird because mine did too my um i got i think i got honey barbecue and I was like, why do these taste better than when they were hot and at the place? Not, I honestly couldn't tell you. See, But yeah, 9-volt uh, wings. <laughs> Banger. Uh, 3 out of 10, the mage does not recommend. Understandable. See, it's sad because honey mustard is like my A1 go-to wing. Um, What's the word? Seasoning, I guess. Or just uh, like wet rub? I don't know. Yeah, wet wet rub sounds about right. Yeah, that's my go-to. But that's only because I was spoiled by Bidwell. Ah, uh, the Bidwell. It's a Bet great local wings place, hey. and if you ever go to Connecticut, I highly recommend it. Bidwell Tavern. Bidwell Tavern. Oh. Coventry CT. Yeah, it's Coventry. Coventry. Okay. Um. So yeah, wings were great. Circling to something completely different, because I feel the need to talk about this. Detective Pikachu. Have you heard oh. anything about this? Oh, dude. Ryan Reynolds that's what is the voice. Yeah, that's what makes it for me. Like, if they didn't... I, I can honestly say, if they didn't have Ryan Reynolds, it wouldn't work. It's Deadpool Pikachu. I don't like that um, analysis. <laughs> I'm not a fan. But yeah, it's it's it works i think it'll actually be good and that's what bothers me because i definitely want to see it 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 was actually very jarring seeing like the the real rendition yeah of like what they would be i i saw a tweet and because i guess a lot of people are up in arms because jigglypuff looks weird but um <laughs> someone was like did you think jigglypuff was just a giant ball of flesh that he had a giant looping flesh on his head and then I really thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? This dude's fucking right. That would be weird. <laughs> the hair, yeah, the hair makes a lot more sense. You know what I'm happy about the uh, the guy that plays the cab driver from Deadpool. Um, I I do not know how to pronounce his name, but I'm gonna try. It's Karan Sony. Yeah, now, him. don't hate me. 
that I'm reading it phonetically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he plays a cab driver in Deadpool. He's also in it, which is pretty neat. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what role he plays, but he's definitely in it. I really They're hope he's a cab role. driver. <laughs> I hope his only role in movies is just cab driver. <laughs> Actually, all right, speaking of which, did you know that um, if you... It's called... Okay, this is entirely out of left field. But um, you know those trucks that like suck up like shit? You know what I'm talking about? Like the septic trunks trucks? Yes, septic trucks. Yeah, the honey wagons is what they're called. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, that name is gross every time I hear. I know, but if you are, um, like if that's your job on the set of a movie, you can get an IMDb page. Are you Are you serious? Yeah, I think it's like if you do it a numerous amount of times, they'll give you an IMDb page, and they're like, "Oh, you were." Um, Todd Jones was the shit sucker in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. And Jeez. I, I'd honestly... Bobby's ta- going to Hollywood. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd honestly take that title in a heartbeat. <laughs> the shit. No. That's <laughs> Dan- gross. Daniel shit sucker's here. It's like, oh wow, dude, that's a terrible nickname. Why do you want that? I'm like, yeah, check I'm my learning. MDB page, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, you know, you take it. In this, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, take what you can get, right? Yeah, and I... yours just happens to be shit sucker. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our really cool nicknames. I remember I always wanted a cool nickname in elementary school, but nobody gave me any cool nicknames, so I just I gotta make up Jeez. for lost time. Anyways, so Detective Pikachu coming out twenty nineteen, probably in the springtime, looking mm. like around May. I remember last episode I said no live adaptation will ever work. But and what I, what happened now? Yeah, a fucking like three days later they dropped this bomb on me and I'm like, you know what? This is the only one that I wanna see and that I hope it actually succeeds. <laughs> actually speaking of which, I am I am really upset that Netflix is making a live adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. That makes me really sad. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, I cherish that show. <laughs> but, but regardless, back to Detective Pikachu. Do you think it'll be just that... first gen Pokemon, or you think we're gonna get others? You know, who I'm, knows? Yeah, I'm honestly, asking, I'm asking the hard hitting questions. I, you know, I have to co- uh, confess, I really have never played Pokemon much. Were you like a Yu Gi Oh or a Digimon kid, or? Nope, I was um, I was an Xbox kid. God, your handhelds weren't my thing. You're greasy. I I was I, I well, it was more just because like my older siblings or cousins weren't really into it. So by extension, I wasn't either. Yeah, you really had no reason to. Yeah, my older sister loved it, so it was easy to get into. Yeah, like I still watched the show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Side note: the director. Is the same director that uh, directed Monsters vs. Aliens, which we also talked about on the last episode, <laughs> as well as Gulliver, Gulliver's Travels and Shark Tale. Oh, we didn't talk about Shark Tale. That's that'd have been a goodie. Uh, but yeah, same director, same director. Uh, uh, and who does the music? Is the one that did uh Captain America: Winter Soldier and like Civil War? Oh. Like he's done a lot of. Oh, I have good uh, scores. I was hoping you were going to say, like, Hans Zimmer or something. <laughs> yeah, they, they nailed down Hans Zimmer for Detective Pikachu. Yeah, we just got, like, an insanely atmos- atmospheric um, movie. 
where it's entirely made just because Hans Zimmerman is doing the um the score. Oh, Hans Zimmerman's great. Oh, he's he's done so much. Really he's big fan well. of him. He's done well. That aside, <laughs> uh-huh. Hans Zimmerman's great works aside. You know, I really, I was struggling for the segue. I thought I had the segue. I didn't have the segue. <laughs> you threw the alley-oop off the backboard. You went to slam it, and you just threw it off the I, rim. I just spiked some person in the audience with it. You know, it really happens to the best of us. I mean, if we, wanted to, like that if we wanted to stay on track with um, movies like we always do, because... Oh, well, yeah, podcasts about movies. Nah, even though we're not. But, well, uh, on a different note, hold on. There's something I want to talk about on movies, though, and we will move away from that. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix, uh, a, a, a GIF recently was posted to the internet of him uh, in his uh, Joker uh, makeup or costume, I guess. Mm-hmm. Looking really good. He seems to have like a nice demeanor in the walks, like very Joker-esque. Oh, it looks like it could be a very good betrayal. Yeah, I noticed no a lot. No offense, of... but uh, maybe uh, Mary uh, Jared Leto, or was that his name? Yeah, Jared Jared Leto. Um, maybe, gonna... maybe his uh, wasn't the promise. I'm promise gonna, land. I'm gonna entirely forget that he was Joker, even if it was like not a big cameo. It was just gross. IMO. Uh, Thirty uh, seconds to Mars. I'm okay with that. He can keep doing that, but that's his band. I, mean, I don't okay. know if you knew that. So yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. We're excited to see what you play as the Joker. Wait, I, yeah. When is the Joker coming out? I know it was 2019. Yeah. Um. Do we know? I wonder who's what kind of rating that? it's. Uh. Yeah. It's um. No, we don't actually. I think. No, we don't. It. No, oh, okay. it's Todd. Uh, it's Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. What else? And, do you know what he's done? Like a lot of Zach Galifianakis Gal Galifianakis oh, movies. Fuck. If I remember no. correctly. Oh, uh, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a shit meme Joker. He's gonna do Fortnite dances. I will actually off my dude i would cry i would actually so, uh, lose my mind todd phillips movies are looking like hangovers parts one through three war dogs due date road trip start skiing hutch project x oh. borat um yeah it's always and it's always alarming the, when like uh directors that do majority like comedy try to take a stab at being like a serious picture but yeah, um, it's like categorized as like a fantasy crime movie, as I remember. So I don't think it's like supposed to be comedy. Robert De Niro is in it. I don't know what he plays, but he's in it. That'd be cool. I mean, do you think it could ever top um, Heath Ledger's Joker? He set the bar so high. And I mean, like, Grant, okay, don't get me wrong. His performance was amazing. He did a great job. The movie itself, though, was also top tier. Like, he played a top tier role. Yeah. A top tier performance in a top tier movie. Yeah, I can agree on that. He also like, did a... everything was right for him. Yeah. So it only made it him it only it only had him set the bar so much higher. He also did a kickflip over Batman. So He did. That that really sets the bar high. May he also rest in peace. Yeah, I I was gonna say that, but you beat me to it. Yeah. What did he what did he <laughs> pass from? Do you know? Um, I bl- mm. see. I don't want to sully the guy's name, but I feel like it was pharmaceutical related. Oh yeah, yeah. Give that, give that a quick Google search because I'm actually curious. And also, what year? All right, Stephen, can you uh, can you get on the Google? Um, uh, 
No. All right. Yeah, Steve. All right. Heath Ledger. You know yeah. him. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, cardiac arrest, it seems. Oh, jeez. But it's... I'm also seeing an article saying accidental overdose. Well... So I'm not sure if those are connected. Yeah. No, we'll just um, say... Um, yeah, let, let's not let's not run over the guy's name. Uh, 2008, I believe, was his death. Oof. Uh, he was a great actor. He was Australian. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't either, actually. He was a great actor overall, but the the only thing, not like the only thing, but the thing I remember him most for was definitely uh, Joker. Oh, so most definitely. That was the only good one with him uh, past years. Unless you count the animated movies. Those ones are pretty good. Mm, sure <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen him uh no but hey maybe we should stray away from movies but who knows yeah <laughs> who knows what do you got on your Brian mind and movies what do i got on my mind it's a good question honestly we could ask like you know we could just have a random question hey hey dan hey bobby can money buy happiness um hmm you know i never really i always i always say no but i always find money being the root of the majority of my problems well okay see i've thought about this a lot and my answer has to be yes every time it can because like you said money is the root of a lot of problems and you know i'm gonna steal a quote from somewhere on the internet I would rather cry in a Lamborghini than a 2001 Honda Civic. You know, I, I, I always, no offense, I always find like those kind of quotes just dumb. Cause like well, I, they, I, I they understand, are, really. I understand entirely, but I'm also like, I, th when I see like viewing money as a problem, I'm saying like paying my rent and my bills, not like the expenses. Like, well, I'm, I mean, of course. I'm all for crying in my 2014 Mazda. <laughs> Don't uh, I'm probably do it later, but we'll see. <laughs> but um, I while I think um, money can buy happiness, I do think money is the root of all evil. I think too well, much too much bad comes from more than good. See, the thing is, in this in this scenario, when people say, "Can money buy happiness?" I mean, I, I assume everyone instantly jumps to thinking, okay, I won the lottery, and I never have to work again. But when I approach the question, I just think it's like I have a comfortable, like, wage or salary at a job, like, you know, and whatever you would consider a comfortable. So, like, for me, I would be like, all right, anything around, like, 80K where I can live comfortably by myself and pay for everything that I could probably want. Oh, you could do it. You can live. You can live by yourself at like thirty. Okay, yeah, that's that's not what I meant. I meant just no, like I know, something I know. like you know, hold me over. You know, you know yeah. what I mean. No, I know. I'm just being annoying. Because, like you said, you know, money money does also cause a lot of problems, but the problems it causes are more social than anything. Uh, elaborate for me on that. Well, I mean, when you when you uh, acquire a certain amount of money. You have to manage it all, and that makes you become, like, a high-profile individual to a degree. So, like, say you won the lottery. Mm -hmm. You know, you, 
more often than not, you're not having like what was the Mega Million? Like, was it one point something billion? A lot of fucking money, I think, was the uh, final amount. All right. So, how much do you think that was after tax? Seven hundred million or something like? I don't. I don't know how much they take. Yeah, it it, it'd be like five hundred, six hundred. Okay. So let's just say you have five hundred million dollars. Okay. The banks can only guarantee the safety of that money up to two hundred fifty thousand, two hundred, or whatever the number. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're not gonna just you know go find every bank you can and just you know set up an account with them of two hundred k and move on. You know, and you're also not keeping that under your bed, or at least I hope not, right? Yeah. So you become an investor. You hire people to, you know, run your uh, manage your money for you really so you go on from there if you have them um you could either have them you know having you make more money or whatever anyways 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 so it becomes known that you have money now and i i assure you your friends and family will probably start joking like hey man i always really wanted this car you know it's like you know what's what's forty thousand to 500 million right mm. and that's just be, they, you know that escalates and when you actually say no the one time you know people are gonna get vindictive and you know there's um there's a lot of social problems i imagine that come with having or it's just spontaneously coming into money yeah i understand that um i mean me personally i don't think like overall i don't think money could buy happiness in any form because i mean take your scenario even if i won 500 million dollars even if, like, say, I get a house, but all my I buy like a whole street, and I buy houses for all my friends, and I still have like a hundred million left over. That's not gonna fix any like mental problems that I have. That money's not gonna help me overcome. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, most definitely. But I, you know, I feel like the problems that you would get with money, like, there's a lot. Like you said, it all goes back to what you said. You know, a lot like the root of a lot of problems that we have right now can be solved with money. So that would lead me to believe that it can, you know, buy happy. Yeah, I I do think a lot of it just comes down perspective to how. Oh, of course. Not not like how well off you are financially, but how well off you are mentally. Well, in terms of like mental health and, you know, money, I mean. I'm not really sure what the statistics are, but, you know, people can get depressed by not having enough money or whatever, you know, I'm, like when you have the money, I'm, I assure, I assure you just new problems will arise that you didn't have before. Yeah. You know, no, I like, feel when that. it comes to mental health as well, you know, you know, some could go away because maybe it's just stress that's causing problems from a lack of, you know, I'm sure they can come and go no matter what monetary. I just think I'd rather deal with rich people, pro- which rich people problems than a, uh, well, not poor people, people problems. problems. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, you but said as a it. student, <laughs> as a student, it's undeniably true. Yeah, I mean, personally, I I think I'd rather work a job that I love for like twenty k a year than just be rich and alone. Well, I mean, okay, you say 20K, but I mean, like, see, personally, I eventually want to have a family. I, I'm not picturing myself alone my whole life. And kids are freaking expensive. Yeah, that's why you just don't have them. 
Well, Not someone's really. gonna carry on my name for me. Dude, just just adopt one. You just pick one up. You get dogs. You, you, I mean, you do realize adopting a kid is still the same. They I, still cost money. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> just trying to play devil's advocate. Oh, yeah, I mean, hey, come on. Everyone's got to have a kid so you can put your, you know, your goals and your insecurities all on them. Yeah. Right? Kids are for. You know, it's right, all, Dad? it's all, yeah, it's all making sense now. <laughs> it's all adding up. Thanks, Pops. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's an interesting question, but I think a lot of it just comes down to who you are. Um. Yeah, I mean, at my current age, I mean, most problems I have are petty yeah i mean that's the thing like at the hbr now it's easy to say oh if i had a fuck ton of money i would be a lot better off but say like 20 years down the road definitely would change i think who knows who knows who knows yeah i don't hey i'm not saying i don't want to win the lottery and i'm sure you're not saying you don't want to win the lottery either well uh you know Are, are you serious would you if you had a winning lottery ticket in your hand you would not collect all right. See, my issue is I'd have to get out of my chair. Okay. I gotta, I gotta get in my okay. car. I gotta go to the store and be like, "Oh, look at me! I got the winning ticket." And then, well, you don't go to the, you don't go to a store. No, I, no, I know. <laughs> like I walk yeah, <laughs> walk into a store with one one billion dollar piece of paper in your hand. Oh, yeah, that goes well. Yeah, you wouldn't die. You everyone be like, "Oh wow, congratulations, sir! I can't believe you won." <laughs> yeah. Right. That'd be that'd be a great society to live in. Oh yeah, if everyone would just be like, "Oh, good for you." I got um, I got another critical thinking question for you. Oh, hit me with it. Um, if immortality was obtainable, would you invest in it? Um, yes, I would. You'd want to live forever. Uh, well, is it irreversible? Well, let's say for this scenario, no, it's not. Okay, so, wait, so we're saying, like, you, you take it and you live forever and that's it? Yep. All right, all right, all right. Like you uh, I would still, I would, you know, it, hmm. yes, I do. Yeah? Yeah. How come? Because if you remember back to episode zero, when we were talking about the potential for people to eventually just have superpowers and stuff, Oh, you think we would reach that timeline? Who who knows? If if I'm living 700 years in the future, who honestly knows? And I've been saying who knows a lot this episode, in this time frame, but for real. I mean, we're... Asking. The possibilities are endless. And yes, it sucks. You're going to watch everyone you love grow old and, you know, pass. But I... I'm saying this now. I think it's worth it. Outlive, outlast, bitch. Outlive, outlast. Yeah, I don't think I could get over that. <laughs> Just like, I'm still, I'm still at my like. When I say immortality, I view it as like I'm the same age and I'll stay the same, like same face, facial, whatever, like same, same body, same everything forever. Yeah. But like, just what? Like I'm still twenty years old. And my friends are like 90, and I'm just watching them die. It's like, uh, this isn't that much fun anymore. Um, See, you're right. You're 100% right. But I feel like you'd, you'd probably be dead inside after all that, right? So 
Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, I also yeah. think, like, it's you'll still feel pain. So what if, like, word gets out that you're immortal and then someone's just like, all right, we'll test that. And then, bang, they shoot you in the face and well, you feel I mean, it. Okay. I. So are you saying by that aspect, like, if my heart was just ripped out, I'd still be able to function normally just, you know, without brain to my head or without brain in my head, without blood to my brain. Without brain in my head. It, like is that what you like? I, I see the way I pictured the scenario. It's just like you're practically impervious. Yeah, I'm. Well, I mean, immortality doesn't just automatically come with, um, you know, iron lungs and just impenetrable skin. Okay, okay, you're not wrong. I like how I'm I, saying. I imagine there there would have to be like a certain degree of healing ability, though. No. Yeah, I like how I said that as if like I know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> you're just suddenly trying to do- you know drop that you've developed immortality and you're looking to test it. So, Bobby, um, immortality's pretty cool, right? <laughs> Want to give it All a right. try? Any, any scientists out there that have developed immortality that are looking for test subjects, feel free to hit me up at what's that email? Jesus Christ. In the pan podcast at gmail.com. That's just going to be our thing. Whenever the email gets brought up, you're saying it. Okay. And it's not because I refuse to remember it. That's <laughs> Well, that's fine. I understand now. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> that's our that's our thing. <laughs> that's our thing, babe. Jeez. Oh. Um, so yeah, hit me with that immortality, buddy. You know, even if I do feel pain, I I think it'd be worth it. I yeah. really do. What if just it's like... so much that I don't know that I want to know? Yeah, I could see that. Do you think you turn into like a like a wise philosopher where you're just kind of like? No, I think I would just turn to someone with a really, really large ego. So essentially the same thing, but you know, <laughs> yeah. immortal. <laughs> just like, what are you gonna do? Kill me? And then you laugh about it to yourself, but everyone's just like, "This guy, you said that like fucking five times already, bro." Just. <laughs> Give it up. Let's just say if I was actually immortal, I would have a reason to be on my high horse. Well, yeah, I don't. No one could fuck with you. They can bother. You. Actually, no, never mind. Because that's mm. it, that gives whole new meaning to like being tortured for all eternity. Oh, that reminds me. Isn't there like a Greek myth where Zeus chained Prometheus to a uh, rock, uh, who is a titan, who is immortal as well, because he gave uh, fire to humans. And every day, an eagle would come and pick out his innards. And uh, during the nighttime, he'd regenerate. And then the same eagle would come back. And the eagle would do that all, for all of eternity. Dude, Greek mythology is just... It's just weird. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> try, try, trying to keep it more more ear-friendly with that, huh? I guess. It just dropped back five ages and then <laughs> came back to normal. Jesus. <laughs> um, but... Fuck, man. So yeah, a scenario would like like that would be uh would be uh quite freaky. But if you think about it, you could probably outlive your torturers. Yeah, but what if like they have kids specifically designed just to pass it down to them? Okay, now, now you see here. It's a shitty life, but if someone's that dedicated. True. Very true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I could go into like the the uh, the rainforest and be revered as a god by some of those indigenous tribes that have had very little human contact. Yo, that would be so fucking dope. That'd be so cool. You know, 
minus the whole civilization thing. Uh, uh, I'll live out last. It's what I tell yeah. my kids. My non-existent kids. Is that kids. really an outlive out last scenario, though? Well, you outlive but... society, and now you're lasting out in the wilderness with <laughs> with the boys. <laughs> with the boys. It's cracking a few brewskis. <laughs> cracking a few coconuts with the boys. Do you think Did you could... I... Another hypothetical. You think you could live on a, like, all right. Um, this isn't movies, but this is TV. You ever seen the episode of Jimmy Neutron where him and Cindy live on an island together? Oh, yeah. Do you think you could do that? I do not, and I think I would die within the first two weeks. I have very little survival skills. <laughs> were you, were you... Uh, give me a handbook that has directions. Then I can survive. What about... Uh, what about if, um, like, you have somebody with you that'll do all the work, but you just have to do the little things? I mean... Like, they're like, all right, I'll build us a house. Just go get us some coconuts. I mean, if I had to, obviously, yes. Is that the ideal? Negative. See, that's, like, <laughs> if I'm ever in a situation like that in my dreams, like, say, like... Know, Ooh, say, we're talking about our dreams now. Let's go. Yeah, say I'm on that island and, like, a giant snake is going to kill me in my dreams. I will not run. I will just, I will armadillo right there and just wait to die. <laughs> but like, I'm not the same way in real life, but the way I view it, like when I'm in my dreams, I'm just like, man, fuck it. I'll wake up. But like, what if I, <laughs> what if I just don't, <laughs> you actually just wake up in a sleep paralysis. There's a snake coiled up in the corner again, ready to lunge at you. Oh, Jesus. I've had, oh, you know, snakes are actually like nightmare that. fuel. I watched a uh, video the other night on, you know, anacondas or whatever that, you know, that swim and are underwater, you know, <laughs> snakes. Let me tell you, when they're like 30 feet long, as big as round as like a tree trunk, they're way more scary when they're underwater. Oh, dude, I, I don't fuck with snakes at all. Garter snakes, you can keep doing you guys. You guys are great. But all the other motherfuckers with like the venom and the constricting, not about it. Really, not a big fan. Now, yeah, I can't say I've ever been that kind of person. It's like, ooh, snake, cool. Like, it's more like, uh, get that away from me, or so help me. Dom, dom, dom. So help me. So help me. So help me. But um, yeah, I like. I don't understand how people get like pet snakes or pet tarantulas. Like, yeah, I, I mm, we had a pet snake for a long time. How'd you like him? Uh, she was actually quite nice, but when she kind of surpassed about four feet in length, is about when I was like, okay, we're good. I think we're good. Sorry. On like picking, you know, picking her up and chilling and stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I, sh I, I shouldn't I have assumed her gender. I said he. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have. She yeah. was a. She was. She was she's well, I say was. She's still alive. I'm. I just currently don't have her in my possession. Oh. Well, okay. Oh, does your dad? Someone does, I'm sure. <laughs> she's she's out and about. She's probably taking on the real world now. Um, or she's got a nice Actually, little nine to five desk job. You see, my dad is one of those kind of people that can have pet snakes, right? And when I was born, he had a snake called uh, Houdini. Funny enough, oh, God. And Houdini would always find his way out of the cage, no matter what. Oh. And I guess before we were moving, when I was a, you know a kid, he just escaped his cage. And no one ever found him. Um, what? 
Yeah. So to this day, you know, I'm sh- I, it sucks because I'm sure he's just, you know, was dead in a wall somewhere, whatever. Yeah. But could you imagine like being a realtor and going into the house and just find it was a huge snake. It was a it was a python or something. I don't remember. I, I say remember it was, you know, before I was cognitive, but. Yeah. From stories, it, it was a pretty large snake. You know, it wasn't one of those where you're just like, oh, throw a bucket over it. You know, it's like, <laughs> call animal control and tell them to bring the Calvary type yeah, of deal. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll throw a bucket on it. Oh, actually, honey, can you get the bathtub? Um, Yeah, essentially. I don't know how we're going to stop this. Yeah, h- honey, we're just, uh, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, Houdini, the house is yours. Yep, I'll, I... I I I'll turned on the gas on the stove. I threw a match. We gotta leave. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see you when I see you. Hopefully I'll see, never. I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, pretty much. My my uh, my father was actually pretty distraught about. It. Oh yeah, I could, I could be a hundred percent wrong in the details of his escape, but I do know he escaped often. That's alarming, to be honest with you. I really, I yeah. I, don't know how I, I mean, if feel. anything, considering I was an infant, there was probably potential for me to be swallowed yeah yeah like oh hey bob you've seen the snake and you're just like it's just the outline of you and its stomach <laughs> I'm, I'm sure my mother was quite happy about his disappearance oh no i wonder what well, after happened we moved to... that is yeah <laughs> i wonder what happened to houdini yeah sure would be a shame and before he's been with us this whole time just chilling yeah <laughs> um goodness uh, how do we get on snakes, man? Snakes, I, I don't mess with snakes. Dude, I don't know. I feel like I'm drunk Actually, right now. Actually, another story time. Over the summer, I had a summer job at a pool company, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And I had to go reorganize the tarps on the way back at the compounds, right? They're mm. like, it was kind of like a low day, and they were just giving me busy. Yeah. I don't, like, the tarps were just snake nests. Like, they're <sighs> garter snake nests. Oh, that's not but that But the bad. thing is, like... I would have to take a tarp, unroll it with a rake, and there'd probably be at least one snake in there. Uh, the most I've had in one tarp was like seven, and you know they all range in size. But regardless, I I, I spent a full day just wrangling snakes. It was horrifying. Oh, Needless to say, I'm never going outside again. Yeah, that does sound terrifying. Yeah, uh, snakes snakes are pretty frightening. Well, if you shared a bad work experience, I think I'll follow that up. Um, Hit me with it. Uh, I used to be a butcher. Um, yes, Dan the Butcher Seer. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy that I have the ability to, like, cut meat, but it was a very fucked job. Oh, yeah, it'll <laughs> it was, really kick in when you're a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, honestly. There's a lot of what? shit that goes on behind the scenes that, uh, not safe for work. Leave it at that. Not safe for work? But, um, so our listeners that could be eating breakfast right now that lasted past the uh, Daniel sit- shit sucker seer probably should listen. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that's my nickname. But um, I remember one time specifically. Put that on your tombstone. Oh, I f- I'll fucking get it tattooed on my ass. But um, <laughs> I remember I I was doing the chicken and they normally come in like forty pound boxes, and once you do all of them up at the bottom, there's just like a giant puddle of uh, chicken juice. Mm. and um normally what you do yeah normally what you do is it's in like a bag you take the bag and it's it's like 20 pounds of juice it's fucking amazing but um you're supposed to like 
you take it out back, you throw it in the dumpster, yada, yada, easy process. But I remember one time it was extra heavy. So I tried to like, um, I don't know, put it on the ground, like lean back and like yuck it up. Oh and, no. And well, all of it went down my back Ugh. and I had to shower like five times when I got home. I, I threw up like three times. It was probably How the worst experience not... of my life. <laughs> That I imagine that car ride would have just been nauseating. Oh, I had all windows down in the middle of winter. It was really bad. How how long how what in your in your uh, butcher career? How long uh, before you quit after? Um, that was that was a sentence. Surprisingly, three years. Goodness, I honestly call me a weak man, but I would have quit on the spot. Uh, I was debating on it, especially because my boss, God bless him, his name was Tom. He's a great man, but he was uh, pointing a finger and laughing at me. <laughs> and oh, no. I was like, go fuck yourself, Tom. <laughs> I would have just stripped naked and just probably ran off into the woods crying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like driving home shirtless. It was a great sight. <laughs> and it, yeah, this was like middle of winter. It's like 20 degrees. I got all the windows down. Ugh. It was, <laughs> it was a disaster. <laughs> Esteban. Esteban, Julio Ricardo Montoya. That's a reference for all you uh, 90s kids out <laughs> Shout out 90s kids. Fuck me. Sorry, Show if you're me. not from the 90s, you won't remember it. Well, if you're before that, you're good. I always find it weird that people born in 2000 are 18 years old. I struggle with that fact daily yeah even though it just makes me feel old yeah it's like it's i was born not too far after but it still fucks with me i always feel like i'm like a 30 year old trapped in my body i guess (laughs) i I mean i I have the knees and the joints of a 60 year old you know sounds about right honestly with this weather getting cold i'm like like ah my back hurts today i can really feel the chill in my bones (laughs) That's a tragedy, actually. Because <laughs> I don't. Well, on the good side, because I'm a whole milk drinker, whole I don't milk. have the risk of breaking bones at all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is a proven known fact that drinking whole milk not only not only a great source of calcium, not only doesn't strengthen your bones, but you can run through trees, cement walls, brick walls, and you basically turn into the Hulk. Like, um, do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Do you remember that scene where he jumps up at the jet and he takes it down? You can, oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can. That's, you, yeah, that's me. That's you can me. do that. Um, if you drink yeah, 1%, you... you basically turn into um, Vision, and <sighs> that's pretty sick. And if you drink 2%, um, you're, In... pr- you're probably brain dead. Um, <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> the frying pan podcast supports any and all milk drinkers if you're drinking two percent go to hell you right, s- has a vendetta against two percent hey if you what? drink if you're drinking skim milk right on i love i love me some almond milk or skim milk it's good good and well, let me tell you though if you're lactose free how do your brittle bones feel <laughs> feeble humans you, you peanut brittle looking ass what are you doing with your life what are you doing you can't even have ice cream <laughs> you, you got nothing, kid. You got nothing. I'm sure they have like action. No, they have sources of calcium. They they all have a shit ton of like 
lactose intolerant things. They they can function in society. Um, Have you ever had lactose free milk? I bet it tastes terrible. It actually tastes so bizarrely different. Have you ever had like? Um, oh, sorry. It's it's um you know like how uh, Sunny D is basically like orange juice without real oranges or oh, whatever. Dude, Sunny D is awful. <laughs> lactose milk is like the same thing for me. Really? It's like milk without actually being milk. What scenario were you drinking lactose milk? Or lactose intolerant my, milk. My grandmother is lactose intolerant. Oh. Well, sorry for yeah. shitting on your grandma. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm pretty sure I jumped in there too. Hey, it's fine. I, I didn't mean anything I said about being lactose intolerant. You're still cool. But he if means you can't, grandma. But if you can't eat glucose, are you fucking... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just start tearing into people yeah. for their... Allergies. And another thing. Vegans! <laughs> If you're allergic to peanuts, you just leave. <laughs> I better not catch you with a peanut allergy. Better not catch you with a peanut allergy, kid. I roam around the world with a PB and J on my um, on, on my, my person at all times. <laughs> Dan's actually just got a holster, and it's just they're just Smucker's PB and J's in there the whole time. Dude, no, what if I'm what if I was a serial killer, but I only targeted people with peanut allergies? <laughs> And, like, I just smothered them with peanut butter sandwiches. How would you learn that someone has a peanut allergy, though? Dude, serial killers, like, groom... They groom their victims, so they study them. So all I gotta do... Yeah, but... Like, you probably knew, like, one person with a peanut allergy growing up. It's easy. I get a job as a, um... Like, a faculty member at a middle... Or at an elementary school. You're targeting kids! In this scenario... But I volunteer to um, fucking like do the lunches, and I'll like I'll zoom around the room, and if I hear like, uh, Jimmy, could you put away that PB and J? I really can't have that around me. That kid is fucking done for. <laughs> the Frying Pan Podcast does not condone the murder of ki- children. <laughs> this is in fact a hypothetical. Dude, I- I'm so tired. <laughs> because <laughs> um, um, i was also listening to a uh, uh, last podcast on the left you ever listen to that is that the one about serial killers it's it's got like the three dudes on it yeah it does like uh serial killers um it does like all sorts of things it's a really fucking good podcast but um i was listening to that and that's kind of what inspired that rant so <laughs> i see Yes, Dan- Daniel is not a uh, child serial killer. Please, no investigation. No, I, I would. I don't think I could hurt a fly. He actually can't. <laughs> Legally. He, he lacks the ability. <laughs> I actually can't move my arms above my head. Yeah, and he's also, uh, he's also deaf completely. No, just one ear. <laughs> all right, that's all right. <laughs> That's another topic. Um, That's another topic. All right. You guys want to know how Dan's deaf? Oh, God. Do I have to say it? (laughs) All right. (laughs) You Um, don't have to say it this episode. Let's leave the the listener something to stick around for. No. I'll give him something to come back for. All right. (laughs) Five-year-old me, right? I'm eating popcorn, and I'm thinking, man, this popcorn kernel could probably fit in my ear. Uh, fun fact, it could really fit in my ear so well that I had to get surgery to get it out. So Jesus. now I can't hear that well. 
<laughs> only on the right ear, which makes it a tragedy. Because um, let me so tell back you, to AT Audio now. Yeah, that, this is where we're segueing AT Audio. Okay, if hold you, on. Let me uh, let me explain to the listeners what AT Audio is. I hope you weren't just about to do that. Uh, I was, but you can take the reins, brother. All right. So AT Audio essentially is uh it's almost like surround it's 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 like surround sound audio yeah like it circles around your head if you have headphones on yeah it creates a uh like creates a like a like a real life feel like a setting where someone or anything i guess the audio is just moving around your person Mm. there's a lot of cool you know ones on youtube there's songs they're in 8d 8d barbershop i highly recommend Oh, it is mama. a trip experience, and if you live in a state where recreational marijuana is in fact legal, I recommend. Uh, mm, mm. Frying Pan Podcast does not con- uh, condone the use of drugs. Bro, you you can keep saying it. I'm just saying, like, find yourself some eddies, down that shit, get sit in a nice comfy chair, slap on your nice noise canceling headphones, go to the barber shop. Holy shit, life changing life-changing honestly it, it, it's it's almost like tripping i have to say oh 100 but um my issue is like i can still slightly hear out of my right ear so when i listen to 8d audio it like circles to the left side and it gets to the back but when it goes to the right side it feels like it's going across the room and then it bounces <laughs> back and <laughs> it's even trippier so like well, i think i think i'm at an advantage low-key well it- it creates like a realistic audio setting, so I, I imagine you would feel like you're just hearing the sound bounce off the right wall into your left ear. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like it goes into my right ear and then slingshots off the right wall back to my like front of my face and then wraps back to the left ear. Thank you. That visual was striking. I- <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be real. You're gonna be real. It's be real. It's time. <laughs> It's time. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Frying Pan Podcast, Episode 2. Stay tuned for next week. We drop episodes on Thursdays on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify now. And Podbean. And Podbean. So remember to rate us, drop a few comments. Let us know how it is as a listening experience. We are evolving with every episode and trying to get better for us and for you guys. Indeed. So if you have any comments or business inquiries, head, drop us a message over at, what was that email again? Um, fuck. Oh, Dan, you can't forget this. I'm just of. messing with you. In the pan podcast at gmail.com. You hear that? All right. Hey, I so, will, hold on. I will say I got a lot of nice messages at, from some old friends who listen to episode one if you stuck around there listening to episode two i appreciate you and people i don't know who are listening and left nice comments thank you i really appreciate it it's boosting my mental i'm getting wiser sooner or later i'm gonna start transcending and i will not need this husk of a body and then i'll be in the internet guys stop sending your positive energy to dan he's too strong <laughs> stop praying for my grandpa he's too strong <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. All right. I've been Bobby. I've been Dan. Have a nice day, everyone. Goodbye. All right. Hello? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay.